0: Before we dive into this episode, I wanted to let you know about a new guide that I've put together that I reckon you are going to love. If you've ever felt stuck for content ideas for Instagram or social media, then this is for you. I've put together 17 creative content ideas to grow your Instagram and land new clients. This strategic content approach engages your audience, grows your following, and attracts a flood of clients to your business. If you want access, you can get access for free right now. Head on over to mymarketingplaybook.com forward slash creative content, and you'll find everything you need to get access to that incredible new guide. All right. Let's jump into the episode. Welcome to My Business Playbook, where we pull back the curtain on the steps and missteps of successful people. You'll hear a raw and unfiltered play-by-play of what's worked and what hasn't, giving you helpful advice and insights so you can create an amazing business. I'm your host, Laura Higgins, and this is My Business Playbook. Well, hello and welcome back to My Business Playbook. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am joined by a fellow Laura, Laura Cook, who is a one-woman graphic design studio based right here in Newcastle, Australia. Represent Laura and Newcastle. This is great. We have a great sense of affinity right now. I am so excited about this conversation. Laura is one of our ex My Marketing Playbook students. And throughout the program, the more and more I spoke with her and the more we connected, I realized, oh my goodness, she is incredible at branding and graphic design. We have to have her come on the podcast and talk about branding. So this conversation, she's sharing her story, her startup journey, which I know you're going to relate to. And she also shares some branding and graphic design tips for those of you who are wanting to DIY, for those of you who are wanting to rebrand or to kind of juge your branding. That's the word I'm going to use. Also, the word judge. I always thought it was spelt J-O-S-H. Which in hindsight, that's kind of silly, but I don't know. That's how I thought it was spelt. But I think it's actually spelt, I Googled it, and it's actually spelt Z-S-H-U-S-H. So just try that, zhuzh, with a Z-S-H. Wait, what? I don't know. There's a H in there. (laughs) I don't even know how to spell it. There's a H in there somewhere and a Z. Anyway, I say all of that to say, We're talking about branding today, we're talking about look and feel, we're talking about the importance of your brand identity and the fact that it's more than just a logo. So if you're thinking, oh my gosh, I've got a logo, what, Laura, why would you be telling me this? It's about more than that. So we're going to uncover what your brand is all about and how to DIY the other elements of your branding, so your social tiles and your other graphic design elements as well i am going to stop talking we're going to dive straight into my conversation with my friend laura cook of laura cook design well welcome to the show laura it is so good to have you here another fellow laura it's so so great (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Laura. I know we are going to be talking about branding. We're going to be talking about design today. But first, I wanted to really get an understanding of how you started your business, how you started Laura Cook Design. I want to hear all the ins and outs of this. (laughs)
1: Um, Well, so yes, obviously, I'm a graphic designer and I have been running my own business for since 2016 um so yeah it's just me and I kind of not fell into it but um I kind of just yeah I didn't really know that that's what I wanted to do at the time when I was starting a business it just all rolled into what it is now but um so I started out I was offered a job um uh, a friend offered me a job and she was like just come in it's just sort of part-time just really casual um you can work from home and they just need a graphic designer to just help them out I was like yep sounds good and then I was sort of like started to do that and I was like kind of fresh out of uni um so like I was just like yep just finding my feet and she was like yeah like we can't really give you full-time work and I was like, that's fine, and I realized then I needed a little bit more. I needed more work, and so I started taking on like other clients and sort of looking for other jobs. And I was like, that's kind of when I figured I was like, yeah, this is this is what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I just liked I liked the freedom of being your own boss, um, working on my terms, sort of choosing who. I did want to work with um, and you just kind of have a bit more creative freedom like as a side to going into an agency and I'm not opposed to going into an agency or anything like that but um for me that's that just suited my lifestyle at the time and yeah I kind of was like oh okay so I I just sort of it was like word of mouth and then I get started getting these clients and I was like oh okay so I I think I'm running my own business (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even I just didn't even realize and I had no structure like whatsoever set in place but um I guess I just kind of learnt on the ground running type thing um but yeah I just yeah I wasn't an accident but
0: (laughs) (laughs) no I totally get that like that idea of um you're good at something and so you kind of then start just trying other things out, and then you realize, Oh, I'm actually, I think I've started a business without necessarily realizing. Yeah, I definitely relate to that. I feel like that's kind of been my journey too. Of like when I first started, I was like, Oh, I'm good at social media and and like I'm good at marketing, but all this other stuff of like how to run a business, how to send quotes, how to manage your books, all of those other things. I was like, what
1: the heck is that? Like, how do I even? Yeah, no, do- I had, I had no idea. No <laughs> idea. So it was, yeah, it was definitely something that I wanted to do. I didn't ever want to go into an agency. I did sort of have in the back of my mind, I wanted to do my own thing. I just didn't know how to go about it. And yeah, it worked out. (laughs) Yes. And so as you started your business,
0: what were some of the, like, because obviously you're, you're really talented at design and branding, but what were the things that you, the quick things you started to realize, oh, I need to get a handle on this. Like what were some of the, the missteps that you had along the way as you started?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, it was very much, there was, definitely many <laughs> Um, I feel like the whole experience was just a, a learning process from day dot. Yeah. Um, but probably the main things would be, I didn't really, I didn't have a niche. I didn't know where to put myself in the market. I didn't um, know how to say no to people. And I didn't know how to price myself correctly. So I guess those three things was like, I really had to figure that out because I was undercharging, I was yes. taking on so much work on so many levels, and it was like a lot. It was very overwhelming and it was a lot. And I didn't really um, have any structure or guidance in in that sense. so I did kind of have to just learn myself and figure out how to price properly and and how to say no, which I guess I'm still learning to do that. But. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both, you and me both. And so
0: how did you, like, what was that journey like learning how to price your services, particularly something like design that can feel quite subjective? How did you kind of work that out?
1: Yeah, that was probably the thing I struggled with the most by far because, you don't get taught that in uni. Like you, we did yes. the degree, and you do not get taught how to charge, how to like how to send quotes and invoices and all that sort of thing. So, I spent a lot of time googling, <laughs> <laughs> just just reading blogs and and like advice columns and things and seeing what other designers had done. In saying that, when I started out, I didn't want to be too expensive because you're just trying to get yourself out there. And you kind of need to get a little bit of experience under your belt mm-hmm. before you start charging astronomical fees. Like you've got to start. I, I I thought of it as if I was in like a design agency. You kind of have to start out like not down the bottom, but you do have to start lower and sort of work your way up. Yeah. Um, so I kind of did it in that way. And I started at like pricing at the start, and then each year I sort of slowly got a better handle on it and evolved that pricing structure and how I charged and yeah but in hindsight I, I think all those things um, like not really knowing what I was doing it really did help my business grow because like if I didn't charge lower prices and if I didn't have all these random clients from everywhere like I was taking on <laughs> anything and everything that I could get I was taking it on um but I, I think it helped because it was it was um kind of a good way for me to get my name out there and get a little bit of exposure and yeah that type of thing
0: so it's such a process and I feel like the other thing that can happen if you start from zero and you go, okay, well, I'm going to charge a crazy amount. And even if you are like, well, I'm confident that I can charge that. And maybe people will pay that. I was very aware myself when I started that like, well, I have to feel like what I'm doing, the skill that I'm providing and the service that I'm providing is worth that much. And starting out because it was like, well, I like similar to you. I didn't work in an agency. I worked kind of like client side where I worked for companies to do their marketing. So I really was like, I don't know how agencies charge. So I needed to kind of figure that out myself. And it, and it is kind of this evolving dance where it's like, okay, well, how do I, how do I quantify the value that I bring And
1: that's such a journey, isn't it? It just, it takes time. Oh, I I honestly think it it probably took me a few years because I really had to nail down what service I was offering and the type of clients that I wanted to attract. And, yeah, it took a lot of fine-tuning. So I definitely think it's not something you just, like, instantly work out, like, overnight. (laughs) I feel like that's definitely something that, yeah, you have to keep sort of going with it and... And getting it perfect. But yeah. um, yeah. It's, it's
0: a process for sure. I love that though, that you're talking about like defining your niche, saying no to people and charging the right amount and actually charging for the value that you bring. That's such a good, and that's something again, like I think so many people listening, those three things can help you to feel heaps more confident because it's like well I know who I serve I know who I don't serve so I can say no to those people or those projects or that type of work and I also know what I charge which just helps all of that clunky weird stuff that that makes us feel like oh I don't know what I'm doing yeah
1: yeah I remember at the start I was like someone would say oh how much is this and I'll be just thinking to myself I don't I don't know I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much this is. I don't know what I should be charging. Like, yes. it was just so, it was just so like, yeah, it was a, a whole learning curve definitely at, yeah. at the beginning. Um, yes. Yeah, but I definitely think it, it, It. I learned a lot from it because it broadened um, my, my reach from the get-go, I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you start to learn what you do and don't want to do. Oh, and- 100%. And that's the thing, like when people want to, I love it when people want to really define their niche from the get go. And I think that's really important. But I also do think when you're starting out, it's just good to do certain things that are outside of your comfort zone and then go from there. Because if we, if we stay in that fixed spot, well, if I stayed in that fixed spot, I'd still be managing people's social media, you know? So it's kind of, being okay with your niche changing and, and things kind of evolving as you go. Yeah, definitely. And I want to talk about branding specifically with you because this is your area of expertise and you are really gifted at graphic design but also brand and and helping people to communicate who they are, particularly visually, right? So why do you think it's so important for small business owners to invest the time and the money into building and refining their brand.
1: Um, well, I personally, I just think every business needs to have like a focus on your branding. You need you need to put time and money and the effort into, even if you're doing it yourself. But it, just getting a branding package done that so it's across the board because at the end of the day, first impressions count. And mm, it's yeah. such a big thing with your brand. If you want to capture like your ideal customer's attention, you've got to get them quick. Like what you say, you've got to cut through the noise. Like you want to stand out. And I I definitely think that um, if you have a solid branding identity, you can do that. So I also think it needs to be like you, you want cohesiveness and you want consistency Mm, across your brand so with your colors your fonts imagery all that type of thing so you want your customers to be able to look at what you've got going on and go oh that's such and such like you want to be easily identified and and to sort of have an idea of what you're about as well with your business so um yeah I think it's so so crucial obviously I'm slightly biased but um (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah I definitely think it's crucial for any even if you're a new business or just wanting to rebrand um because if you can hit like attack attract your ideal customer you're gonna make money like (laughs) at the end of the day yeah you're you're investing in something to make money down the track. Like you're going to make money off having a cohesive, consistent brand look and feel. So yeah, I I think everyone needs to do it.
0: (laughs) Totally. And it's and it's kind of like if you have a business, you have a brand. It's just that some people don't have a particularly great brand. (laughs) You know? Like it's like we all have a brand. And like all businesses, we are a brand. It's it's not Um, I like, I think sometimes people think, well, I'm just a tradie or I'm just this. And it's like, no, you have real estate that you can actually be using to become memorable. So like, yeah, it's just really interesting to think that when you're building a business, you're building a brand. And if you're not consciously building a brand, that doesn't mean that you don't have a brand. It just might mean that you don't have a particularly yeah. good brand
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, and I definitely think that's what's like a lot of people come to me and just go oh I just need a logo and I'm like yeah that's fine but do you want fonts and colors and do you want like we need to discuss how you want your your brand to be seen in the world like some people yeah. don't have that that like the, the vision they they're not really sure so. I guess um, I kind of help them see what what is it that you offer? What um, are you giving the world? Like what, who's your ideal customer? Um, all that type of thing. And then from there you work out, okay, how can we best represent that visually so that your brand stands out? That, that's yeah. the main thing,
0: yeah. So you're kind of starting before, and I, I love that point about it not just being a logo, before you even put, pen to paper so to speak what are you asking people like what is the first thing for someone listening who is like I need to build my brand or I only have a logo and I actually need to kind of expand on this a bit more what are the first things you think someone needs to be looking at
1: so I usually start with like I'll, I'll ask them well first off what what is your business what is it about, like what do you offer, um, like product or service based, um, and I sort of sit with them and, and go, okay, what's what's your vision? Where do you see your business going? Like who's yeah. your ideal customer? Um, what it, what are your goals essentially? Um, because I think it helps really to know what the business wants to achieve and and who they are. Like I, I really think you need to get, in on like a more personal level to fully mm. grasp, well, I do anyway, I fully grasp the whole picture um, and sort of pull all those pieces together and then I sort of ask, do you have any inspirations, any colours you're loving or like anything like that? And then we, I kind of draw it all together and create a mood board and um, drafts and work on their vision with them and, um, yeah, sort of go from there, put it all together.
0: Yeah, but you're really starting on like ground zero is, well, what is your brand all about? Who are you serving and how do you want to communicate with them? I think that is just so, so good. And so when it comes to someone has a brand, let's talk about like how does this interconnect with social media in particular? Because I know for you, like you work a lot with people on like taking their social media from looking kind of mismatched and not very cohesive to really consistent, beautiful, cohesive. Like firstly,
1: like why do you think that is so important? Yeah, well, like you said, like consistency. It's so important, I think, to have your brand that's in a, a strong, a strong sense of your brand across like all your platforms, your web, your email marketing, your social media, um, all of those things. And I think if you're choosing your colours and your fonts and how you're going to take images, like how you're going to take photos and how you're going to portray imagery and everything, you then sort of bundle all that together and then bring it into your social media. And I think that it's, yeah, I think it's important because when people see your page, they go, oh, this looks so good. Like if, if you have like a strong brand um, image across your whole page, like on your social media, for example, um, people instantly know what what it is you offer. They instantly can yeah. see, oh, okay, that's for a water bottle or whatever it is. Like they can see instantly what you're about um, and the, sort of the tone of voice that your brand might have. Um so I think that's important and then yeah you can obviously bring that from your website social media and they all interconnect together and I think yeah it's really really important to have to have yeah. it consistent across across the board and the brand really
0: is kind of this beautiful thread between all of these different channels that's like I've never really thought about it like that like it's kind of this the one consistent thing across all of the different channels wherever we're
1: yeah. Marking yeah ourselves, yeah and I think that's something that people don't realize that mm. yes you can have a logo but you've that's it you've you've got nothing else like you've got nothing else tying all of your things together like you need to have those the colors and the tone of voice and the imagery and the fonts and everything to work through all of those platforms and join yeah. it all together so that yeah. people can easily identify, oh, that's such and such when they see your website or your Instagram. And it's easy to recognize, I think.
0: Oh, that's such a good, such a good point. And so for someone listening who wants to really DIY their design, maybe they have their branding or maybe they have a logo or maybe they don't have anything, what would be your? top tips for standing out from the crowd because there is a lot of noise how do we design things that stand out and this is something I think you are so good at like even your social tiles they just they stand out
1: thank you (laughs) um well first tip don't use word document or powerpoint or or paint (laughs) um because I have seen it done and I promise it's, it's it's not great. <laughs> um, someone's like, "Oh, just yeah, I've just done it in paint." I'm like, "Oh, okay." Oh no! <laughs> so look, look, you know, you got to do what you got to do, but I hundred percent do not do it in those programs. Um, <laughs> that's my main tip. Um, but I, I think, like I was saying before, you need to work out. You need to go from. So if they have already have a, a branding or their brand vision, go back to that brand vision and go, okay, what are we about? Um, who are we? What? How do we want the world to see us? Um, work back from that and then create something that reflects your business vision and what you're going to offer. Um, yeah. Because then I think that does reflect visually as well. So I think to stand out, you need, to ha- you need to create something that is relevant um, and doesn't outdate because I see a lot of people that if they're doing it themselves or even if they're asking me for work and I just kind of say, look, there's trends but I think it's so important to not always follow the trends. Like you can still do little things but I think at the end of the day you have to just be true to your business, your brand and not be going, oh, I want... This color because this is in at the moment, or this font because it's really cool right now. But in two years' time, you look at it and you'll be like, "Oh, I'm so sick of that." Like, <laughs> yeah. I think it's I think it's really crucial to get it right from the beginning and and do and create something that's gonna last the test of time, and you're not gonna look at back at it and go, "Oh, I hate that." So, yeah, yeah, probably my tips: use the right programs and create something that fully encompasses your business and um, create something that you're going to stand out in the crowd and it's not going to outdate. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that.
0: And just on the, like, programs kind of side of things, do you have any programs you use for planning your content on Instagram or for graphic design like, that you'd recommend for DIY beginners.
1: Yeah. So, so like I obviously use the creative suite for yeah. like InDesign and Illustrator for my work in Photoshop. But um obviously that's not accessible to everyone and it can just be mind blowing when you first get, get into it. But um I think um like I use like to say social media I use like plenally to plan um social posts out and sort of make sure the feed all looks nice together and cohesive. Um, Obviously, Canva's a massive one um, for people yeah. that are DIYing. Like, obviously, I'm a graphic designer, so I don't really promote Canva that much. But um, I know that it's amazing. And I still do little bits and pieces in Canva every now and then, just like quick things. But, yeah, I still think it's an amazing platform. And if you are DIYing, 100%, that's probably the easiest yeah. way to do it. Um, yeah. Because, you, yeah, you can put every you can put your fonts and your colours into that and, um And do it from there so I think that's probably I use um like social media sched. um I use that scheduling one so I can think off the top of my head but yeah I use many different things (laughs) yeah
0: I love I mean I love Canva but I also do think I think you can DIY your graphic design for social media I think you can do that I do think DIYing your branding is tough. Like I, I think building your logo, like designing your logo, building that brand identity, building building that voice, picking the right colours, the right fonts, there is such an art to that. And I do think like for anyone listening who is thinking, oh, should I just DIY my branding? You can DIY the, the other collateral 100%, but the logo and the colours and the brand identity, it's really worth investing in Getting someone to help because it, yeah. if you're not a graphic designer, it will just hurt your soul. Like I <laughs> i am not a graphic designer. That type of, I, I kind of know what looks good, but but like if I hand everything to Kim and Kim does it and she, she makes things like that I'm like, this is what I think. <laughs> but like there are so many, there's so much power in collaboration on this type of thing because it's something that, should stand the test of time. So if you're investing $2,000, $3,000 or whatever it is into getting your branding, you've got to think about the long game of, well, this is gonna, how much money is this potentially going to make me? Not even necessarily how much money, but how is this gonna represent me and my business to my dream clients or my dream customers? Because that is really worth investing in, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And I think, yeah, like you said, get your branding done professionally, and then you can do your social media tiles yourself through Canva. You can do yeah. whatever else you like, flyers or whatever else you have. You can you can create all those sort of um, things through Canva. But once you have your colors and your fonts and your brand kit and
0: Yes. your whole vision
1: and everything put together by someone else it takes the stress out of it completely because you can just pop it straight into camera and you've got all of it there like you can just copy and paste things over once you have your whole all your logo set and everything like that so I definitely and that's another thing like you create the logo in all different forms where I think if someone's doing it themselves you might just only create one and then you get stuck sort of with only one logo design and things like that. So yeah, I I definitely think it's a great collaboration.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And just having a second set of eyes on the strategy side of it helps a whole lot too, because sometimes we're too close to our own business to see, oh, okay, I never thought about it like that. Or like, this is what I think my ideal clients want or my ideal customers want, but I've never gotten any feedback, you know, so it's really helpful um, yeah, if you are listening and thinking, oh, gosh, I want to rebrand or I want to kind of really zhuzh my brand, if that's the word to use. But if you are thinking that, I encourage you to engage someone to do that for you um, just because you can spend so much time and you can and end up with something that you're not even happy with anyway. So <laughs> it's definitely – definitely the way to go but thank you so much Laura all of these tips have been so so helpful I just have one final question for you for anyone listening who is feeling a bit creatively drained who doesn't like who wants to do things that look really cool and like design cool things how do you how do you stay inspired how do you keep sourcing inspiration creatively
1: yeah well that's that's a tricky one. Um, I, I guess it sort of changes every day. Um, I think sometimes, look, I, I think I'm so lucky with the job that I do, and I absolutely love what I do. So every day, I literally like it sounds ridiculous, but I like it up, and I'm like, Whoa, what, what have I got on today? What work am I doing today? Like, <laughs> so I already am sort of inspired already. Like, I, I get into it because I've got so many different projects. The different clients and each one is new and exciting in their own way so I guess I'm constantly staying inspired because yeah. there's something new in saying that though I definitely have created blocks and I definitely find times where I'm like oh my god like yeah <laughs> uh, what a, and I'll just stare at something for like two hours and I'm like what am I I don't even know what I'm doing where is this going um <laughs> but I find the best thing for me is I just Step away. Step away from my desk. Um, for me, like I'll either go for a walk or go downstairs and eat a snack. But like <laughs> it can be, it can be anything. Like for me, obviously nature and food, I'm very connected to. Yes. Um, so I find like if I just step away from it, um, even if it is just to go downstairs and quickly do something, and I come back to it, and I almost have like fresh eyes, and I'm like, oh my god, this oh, I'm going to redo this whole thing over or change this or this. Like I think the most yeah. important thing that would be my top tip would just be step away, have a little break from it, even if you do other work or step outside, go for a walk or whatever it is, have a snack. Like <laughs> it yeah. just it just um, gives your brain because I think when you look at something for too long, you you get overwhelmed and you just see it in a different way. And so I think, yeah, you just need to give your, little, your brain a, rest and look at it with fresh eyes (laughs) that's that's probably how I how I do it
0: (laughs) that is such such good advice and you know getting a little snack my thing is I go to the fridge and I'm like how come there still aren't any snacks in here (laughs) (laughs) like who's gonna make me the snacks that's what I want to (laughs) know yeah open the fridge multiple times and there's still nothing (laughs) there's still nothing yes it's so true (sighs) Oh, well, Laura, thank you so much for joining us. It's been so great to chat with you about design, branding and your business journey. It's been really inspiring to watch you as your business has grown. And I'm so excited to see all of the cool projects that you take on next. Thank you so much, Laura. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Oh, thank you, Laura. It's been wonderful. Thank you for having me. (laughs) My pleasure there you have it that is the play by play for today make sure you head on over to our show notes to check out all of the links that we mentioned and to connect with laura further i know you're gonna love her instagram and if you do want some branding help definitely worth reaching out to her as always music from today's episode is by the wonderful jake scott you can find him on spotify or apple music but for now i cannot wait to see you or chat to you next week same time same place in the meantime Go get them.